Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. And present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Chicago everywhere. Check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. We are throwing this, this pod together because it is fuck around and find out time in the Bears locker room, huh? You, you want to mess around and ask for money that you ain't earned yet? Huh? You, you're old and not running routes. You can't get to the quarterback. Like, the overhaul that Ryan Poles has... Um, has had to uh, administer to this roster is absolutely striking. You talk about the guys that we, two years ago, were talking about the pillars of this team with Allen Robinson and Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack and and this year, Robert Quinn, and two days ago, (laughs) Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith is a Baltimore Raven now. And while the Roquan Smith stuff is interesting because beginning of the season we were talking about him getting a deal and not getting a deal how it would look to the locker room but to me this two-week span right here you know like I said in the last pod about Justin Fields this two-week span right here could be a very and will be a very important um, point of demarcation for the Bears going forward two years from now three years from now we're gonna look at this time right here because I would like to know too when this thing came about 
and and not for the purposes you may be thinking of where it's Roquan Smith knowing he's going to get traded, going against Dallas Cowboys. Next thing you know, Tony Pollard got 147 yards on like three carries and three touchdowns, and the rush defense looks terrible. Now, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about Ryan Poles, and you guys, if you've listened to this pod, you know that I feel that Ryan Poles did not do enough uh, to put pieces to help evaluate the quarterback position in Justin Fields uh, on the field. I, I didn't think he did enough. Uh, I still don't think there's enough to evaluate Justin Fields, which is why his play over the last couple of weeks has been striking to me because he is um, he is jumping over all of those hurdles. But this point right here where you trade your arguably two best defensive players in back-to-back weeks, I wonder if Ryan Poles finally has bought in to Justin Fields and saying, okay, now let's stack these picks and go get this boy some help over this next couple of years. Let's stack these picks. Let's stack this money and put it on the offensive side of the football. If that is the case, then I'm all in. And, and also, I'm all in on another front as well. For years, we've wondered who was running things at Hallis Hall, whether it be Ted Phillips, whether it be George, what's going on with the football operations people. There was, did Ryan Pace have uh, enough, uh, enough power? Of course he did. He, he went and got five or six different quarterbacks to run a shitty offense, right? So while we may disagree or agree with any of these picks coming up and any of these moves coming up in the near future, what we do know is Ryan Poles is in full space command of this franchise. Full space command of this franchise. The fact that you get rid of, and, and, and now, <laughs> same shit to make you laugh, make you cry, because the evaluation process, I don't know how easy or how much tougher it'll be to evaluate Justin Fields with nobody on the other side of the ball now. <laughs> because Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, and Kyler Gordon are the guys of note that you have going forward that you're saying, okay, these guys, and Eddie Jackson might be up in the air as well because the trade deadline hasn't passed yet. So Eddie Jackson, David Montgomery, like a lot of guys who we thought we would see around here for a long time, you look around, especially on the defensive side of the football, how is that going to affect how we evaluate what's happening offensively? And I'm, I'm cool with going all in on the offensive side, um, drafting offensive line. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing how this offensive line is going to be built. He's got nine picks in this next draft. Nine, right? You're talking about compensatory picks with the Allen Robinson deal and the Akeem Hicks deal. So this, this is a team that's going to have ample, ample raw materials to draft from and to add to this roster. I just, <laughs> Roquan Smith is a good player. Like, two things can be true. Roquan Smith can be a good player, and it could be a bad fit going forward. When Roquan Smith kind of, I don't say want to say balk, but the fact that we didn't see Roquan Smith in that weak linebacker position, the weak side linebacker position, you know, we know the three things that this defense runs off of is that three technique, that nickel back, and that weak side linebacker. And if you're not an edge rusher, or if you're not a guy who's, who's you know, getting the ball forced to him flow-wise and making plays, then they feel they can plug anybody in that middle linebacker position. So the the nickel spot, they drafted for in Kyler Gordon. We'll see. The three technique, they went out and got Justin Jones. Eh, you know, we'll see. You know, obviously, the, the failed physical for the defensive tackle they tried to sign from Cincinnati was a big blow, but they're trying to build this team not only in the light of Matt Eberflus and what Allen Williams wants to do on defense, but the things that Ryan Poles mentioned at the outset of his press conference about 
sustainable success, developing through the draft, and finding a floor. What he's really telling you, by the way, is that this thing, he hated this roster. He hated this roster, top to bottom. The moment he got a hold of it, he probably went through it with a red pen, slashing names and saying, okay, this guy isn't worth paying. This guy isn't as productive as we need. And we're seeing that come to fruition now with this Roquan Smith trade. And the Robert Quinn part, I mean, Robert Quinn wasn't having a good season. Uh, you didn't want more weeks to go by, especially with the trade deadline here. You didn't want to have to be put in a position where you, you know, you, you're balking at, at paying him, a, a, you know, a, a decent sum because he's one of the names on your defense. You knew you might lose him, so you go out there and get something from him. Getting a second round and a fourth round pick, if I'm not mistaken, right? A second and a four for Roquan Smith, that's not a bad haul to me. Now, there are people out there on the timeline who are disagreeing with the trade. I got no problem with you disagreeing with it. And, you know, you want as many good football players on your team as possible. And now you're going to have to go replace that middle linebacker position, which they don't value as much as the previous defense would. I just, I, I am, I am in awe of what Ryan Poles has done in terms of getting guys out of here that one, didn't want to be here, or two, weren't going to flourish in what they envisioned this team looking like going forward. And two, there's going to be no question about whose fingerprints is on this team. Like, you, it, 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 it kind of, you know, half the time it feels like you get a new regime in and, and it feels like you get that recruiting cycle where, okay, give them two or three years to figure out what this thing should look like. No, next year we're going to see what Ryan Poles thinks this thing should look like. you got nine players coming in via the draft if they don't move any of these picks, which, you know, we'll, we'll find out what his draft profile is. That's the other thing, too. We we don't know what his first-round draft profile is because he didn't have a first-round pick. All we know is the first couple of picks in his mind were a safety and a corner. So we're going to find out what he values, how he values it. Uh, will he package some of these picks to move up and pull a trigger on a player that may be in the draft that, that slides? Like, we're going to get to know Ryan Poles really, really quickly here in a matter of two drafts. And on the other side of the football, if I'm Justin Fields, I'm looking around like, hey, man, <laughs> I am ascending. So if any of the if I if I see a defensive tackle drafted or if I see, uh, you know, a weak side linebacker drafted in the first couple of picks, I'm looking around like, hey, at some point, <laughs> y'all, y'all going to have to believe in me or not. But this is a big day for Chicago Bears fans. This has been a big couple of weeks. The win against New England, the growth in the Dallas game, and now charting a new course. When you get rid of players this young and this talented, it means something. It means that you are locked in with the ownership group. You, you are locked in with your coaching staff and saying that I'm the, I'm the boss. And Ryan Poles moves like that. He moves like a guy who, you know, who, who needs people to know that he's the boss. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I, I'd like to have as many good players in the locker room as possible. Uh, if they weren't going to be able to re-sign him due to what happened this offseason and some of the words that were expressed by Roquan, uh, you knew things weren't comfortable in the preseason. He's had a couple of bad games this this season so far. He's had a couple of really, really good games, but it just didn't feel like a fit from jump. So the fact that he's moved on now and the Ravens don't make a lot of mistakes. I know Ozzie Newsom is no longer the guy. I think he's in a consultant uh, role right now, but 
know, Eric DaCosta is not a guy who you look at and say he's missing a lot either. And they're going to get Bowser back here soon. They're going to get uh, David Ajabo from uh, the, the, the kid from Michigan. Like, that, that Baltimore Ravens defense is getting healthy. And now adding Roquan Smith, this might be one of those things where Bears fans will see how productive Roquan Smith is as a Raven and then look at what the hell is about to get ready to happen here on the defensive side of the football for the next nine weeks and say, how could you do it? But this is going to be part of the growing pain. The only thing that you don't want to have happen is the defense be so bereft of talent that you got a situation where you're down three scores in the second quarter every single damn football game. And now Justin Fields has been put back there, you know, like leading the lamb to slaughter with how much pressure you can get knowing that they're going to be one dimensional or half the playbook is going to be cut out because you'll be behind. So, you know, this, this defense is going to give up a lot more points and a lot more yards. By the way, Shout out to Ryan Poles for doing this on, you know, on the uh, on the heels of one of Roquan Smith's worst football games as a bear. Like he, he there's no time like the present to break up with somebody when you just had an argument. And and, and, and what happened on that football field, AT&T Stadium defensively, you can look at Roquan Smith and be like, hey, player. It just didn't work out for us. You know, Roquan's like, hey, man, but what about the Washington game? <laughs> what about the week before in New England when I was all over the field, got an interception, making plays? Like, yeah, man, you're only as good as the tape you put on. And the tape you just put on leads us to believe that you are worth a second and a fourth-round pick. It's been real, player. It's been real. But, you know, I, I want to know the background of this thing, and we'll we'll learn that over the next coming, you know, couple of days or so when we get the next pod out. But I want to know who, when Roquan knew. I want to know when Ryan Poles knew that he was going to do this thing. Uh, and I, I want to hear from him because this is, you know, this is, first of all, I like the fact that the NFL trade deadline has turned into something. As a kid, nothing happened during the NFL trade deadline. You, you get maybe once every other year, every two years, like some you know off-brand corner would go somewhere for a sixth or a fifth round pick. It seems like the NFL trade deadline over the last few years has kicked up to the level of intrigue that baseball and basketball both provide. So I'm all for it. I'm all for the storylines. I'm all for this city. Um, continuing to celebrate NFL football the proper way, which is on the offensive side of the football. Uh, you know, Roquan Smith was going to be the next in a long line of really, really talented linebackers who who were a part of really, really mediocre seasons. I, I'm no longer a fan of that philosophy. I, I feel like you can go out there and find a defense. Hell, you look at what Kansas City has done. You know, Chris Jones is a world beater, right? And Tyron Matthew, when he, he was at the top of his game, was was one of the best safeties in the league. But you look at them right now, you know, Traverius, Traverius Ward, uh, the, the, the dude who went to San Francisco, like that was one of the better corners. All they need, all they need at Kansas City right now is a team that's going to take the ball away. You can give up a bunch of yards. You can, hell, you can give up 18, 19, 20, 21 points. But the quarterback and the offense is going to figure it out. And that's what, that's what football is is lending itself to now. All these teams who are winning games, you know, by the by the you know the nape of their necks, like the Giants. When you look at their point differential, at some point there is going to be a market correction. You have to put points on the board. You have to score. When Dak Prescott was out and all that Cooper Rush nonsense was happening, you look at where the Cowboys were all offensively, and then he comes back and in two games time he's putting up forty nine points. 
you got to find out what the quarterback is. So if Roquan Smith turns into an offensive lineman and a wide receiver or an offensive lineman and a, and a pass-catching tight end or two offensive linemen, I'm, I'm good with it. But the evaluation period starts now. And, and if it didn't start before with Ryan Poles, it is starting now. He has made this and is making this team in the image of whatever his vision is. And I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Nine draft picks, a whole bunch of cap space, even though the NFL, you know, you start throwing crazy money around in free agency. You you get injuries that you didn't know about. You get guys who don't fit the way that you think they would fit in your scheme. Like, it's not baseball and it's not basketball when it comes to free agency. But Bears got a lot of cap space. Uh, They they got a hell of a lot of draft picks. And they got a quarterback that's ascending. And that's the part that I I think, uh, in my mind, that's what I'll go with is Ryan Poles over these last couple of weeks uh, got sold on what Justin Fields will be. And in that, he's saying, to hell with the defense. We, we can figure out a defense. We got to put pieces around this young man. We got to make sure that the depth on offense isn't what it is right now because, you know, they don't have a lot of starter level players in starting positions, never mind, you know, twos and threes. And that's what you got to build up. You know, you're watching Aaron Rodgers right now struggle with the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers might be getting cook-ish, right? But he ain't cooked just as yet. It's because he's throwing to guys who have no idea what the hell they're doing. So the best quarterbacks in the world look average when when the receivers and the, the line are subpar. I think Ryan Poles is very aware of that. And I hope that these two draft picks turn into something that's going to help Justin Fields down the road. But I'll tell you this, this not, next nine weeks of football, y'all, be prepared for some very long football games. Be prepared for them three-hour and 15-minute joints because there will be points scored on the Bears' defense over and over and over again. Um, Shout-out to Roquan Smith, though. You know, I don't know why everybody was surprised from their negotiations in the offseason. It didn't seem like they were on good terms like at, at all. all. At all. Like, yeah. I, I don't get why there was a surprise that, you know, they were going to be traded. I would have been surprised, honestly, more surprised if they would have worked this out or yeah. where they found a longer-term deal because it didn't start off well, like, no. at all. And you can tell, like, he didn't want to talk about them. Uh, Ryan Poles was very general with how he talked about uh, uh, Roquan Smith when he was asked. So I didn't see this working out, like, at all. No, nah. no. Nah. Nah. And you're not going to sit there and franchise uh, a linebacker a couple of years in a row and give him a whole bunch of money and then let him walk after that, right? Like, you've used him up at that point. You know, linebackers and safeties and running backs, uh, I should say stack linebackers, off-the-ball linebackers, safeties and running backs, for me, usually fall in that general vicinity of, yeah, after around year five or six, you know, you, you're going to have to go get yourself a new one. You're going to have to go get yourself a, 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 a young man at a young man's position, which is running backs, <laughs> off the ball linebacker, and safety. So uh, I'm not mad at it. You know, I wouldn't have been mad if they had come to some kind of agreement. But like you mentioned, at the beginning of this season, it was his first game of chicken as a general manager. It was his first stare down. And he, he won. Simple as that. He won. He got what he needed out of Roquan Smith. Roquan played well enough to yield uh, a couple of picks. And now you move on from there. So for all the Bears fans out there who are uh, trying to figure out what this thing means, we'll figure it out together over the next couple of days. All I know is there are more picks that you could throw on the offensive side of the football and start to put some things around Justin Fields. Because in the end, whether we're talking about uh, Robert Quinn or Roquan Smith, Eddie Jackson, any of these defenders who are of note, guess what? 
There's only one player that matters, and he wears number one when he plays the quarterback position.